right, we're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival, brought to you today by Bigfoot Revival. We're not fancy enough to have sponsors. No, <laughs> we aren't. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's just put it out there. Okay. We're using different microphones today. Yeah, we are. We're experimenting. Um, we borrowed a set of microphones. We're going to try them, see if we like them. So uh, feedback would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Feedback's, Feedback's always nice. Not from the mics. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Never want feedback from the mics themselves. All right. We recorded our last 30 for 30. I mean, 30 in 30. 30 in 30, yeah. ESPN has 30 yeah. for 30. <laughs> so uh, we recorded the last one, and it was good, I think. Okay. I don't know what the audience thinks. I don't know what our our people think. But I, I felt like it was a good one. Yeah, it felt good. It also just happened to occur on election day. Mm. November the third. The last election day. Yeah. <laughs> the last election day. <laughs> well ever. We don't know yet. It's not over. Yeah. So and here we are. November the 5th? I think. Yeah, November the 5th. Yeah, it is the 5th. And we still don't know who the president is. But we, we did kind of expect that going into the election, too. It's like, we're not going to have a we clear winner. We expected it. We didn't want it. Exactly. Exactly. It would have been nice to be have a, a nice surprise there, but nope. Yeah, I actually stayed up and watched it for until about one thirty, thinking that if 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 old Trump could just pull it out, could could make it work mm-hmm. that night, this would be okay. Yeah, we'd be all right, and they wouldn't be able to really contest it that much, and we'd be able to move forward. Right, but that's not what happened. That wasn't what God had. You know, it's um, we prayed God willing. Oh right? yeah, and yep, yep. We're gonna go do this, and we're gonna go do that. Um, God willing, and he was not. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's the short answer. We were we were pl- praying for a landslide. Yeah, and yeah. that's just not what happened. And, and just simply so that the 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 for the same to keep all the craziness down. Mm. But there's, I mean. It's crazy now, so it is, and and I, I have seen, I, I have seen, um, well, we were we were following Rod Martin earlier yeah. today, and this dude is on it. I like old Rod, yeah, since Mr. Martin, since the get go, since election night, he's been on it, and he's been pointing out where, uh, uh Wisconsin, uh huh, had more votes than they do register voters. Yeah. Uh, uh something about um a hundred thousand votes in Nevada. I don't know if it was that many. Ten thousand? Yeah. There ten thousand votes. Okay. So there there there's been these things that we're we we've all known they're gonna happen. We knew that there'd be corruption. Uh huh. We didn't know how much. 
We didn't know how it would affect the election. We didn't know any of this stuff. Pennsylvania. Uh, they have found all kinds of issues in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was, oh, what was it, that the um, the right couldn't have any poll watchers yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then it took them two days of court of doing something in the court to get them there. No, 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 no. It was two days after the election. Two days after the election. And still, they're putting up like um, like some little borders around to where they wouldn't be able to watch it from a distance. It's crazy. And I think it was in Pittsburgh. No, 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 not Pittsburgh. There was one of these cities that at the polling, where they were counting the polls at, uh-huh. They started covering the windows. Yeah, yeah. And so that people couldn't see what they were doing. That doesn't necessarily mean corruption. It does seem that way. And in a time and a place where people are are, are, are looking for the corruption, uh huh. this is not when you want to do something shady looking, even if it wasn't shady, shady looking. And that is definitely shady looking. When you say, nope, we don't want you to see in here. It seems like there's a lot of shade being thrown in this one. A lot. So, uh, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. I mean, I mean, in in, in the, the this time at this place in this very moment, what do you do? And the only thing I can think of is you pray. Pray. Yeah. You pray. I I don't have any control over what happens in this election or over these polls or anything else. Here in North Carolina, we saw uh, Governor Cooper win by 240,000 votes. That's 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 unreal. Yeah. That's unreal whenever you're looking at every other uh, election where everybody in the state got to vote for this office, like lieutenant governor, uh-huh. senate, uh, um, president, all that. Yep. Those are ahead by 100,000 points, give or take. Right. Okay. But there are there are over about a hundred thousand um, votes. Yeah. But Roy Cooper gets two hundred and forty thousand votes over Dan over Forrest. Dan Forrest. That That's garbage. Sense. Yeah. That's absolute garbage. It doesn't make sense. And I don't know a single person who said, you know what, I'm voting for Trump and I'm voting for uh uh Cooper. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Tom Tillis. Uh-huh. I'm going to vote for uh, the lieutenant governor. Uh-huh. I can't remember his name. Robert. Robertson. Robertson. Robinson. Robinson? Mm-hmm. He is a big black dude who is <laughs> he's fun to watch. I mean, he, he, he is entertaining, and I, I just can't remember his name because I, I, I had trouble even finding anything on his election. Yeah, his name is Mark Robinson. Mark. Yep. I'm just going to call him Mark. So Mark, you know, you voted for Mark, you voted for Tom, you voted for Trump. Uh-huh. But something about that Roy Cooper, man, I, I just, I got to vote for him. Why? No, you don't. That's horse hockey. <laughs> That's horse hockey. <laughs> and I don't know the first person who did it. Not one. Not one. If I knew one or two people who said, you know what, I really like the way Roy Cooper's ran the state. I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to vote for everything else. I'm voting Republican. Yeah. But I like Roy Cooper, so I'm going to vote for him. If I knew one or two people, I'd say, okay, maybe. I don't know 
anyone. Well, and I've asked everybody. I've asked because that's on everybody's yeah uh, talking list right now is is the election. And I've said, you voted for Trump? Yeah, I voted for Trump. Did you vote for Roy Cooper? No. Yeah. I mean, it was appalling that I would even ask that question to most of these people. Right. Well, if anything, it would be the opposite because there are people who are registered Republicans who do not like Trump and where um, they might have voted for Dan Forrest but said, I can't vote for Trump. Oh, yeah. Well, look at me in my first, um, the first time we, we uh, voted, right? Yeah. I voted for, no, I, I didn't vote president. I didn't vote for the president. Right. I didn't vote Hillary or Trump. I, I honestly thought Trump was every bit as left-leaning and corrupt as Hillary. But if you had known then what you know now, you could have written in Kanye. Man. I think he's Man. finally given up. Uh, <laughs> Look, and I don't, I, I'm glad Kanye has found Jesus. I pray that Kanye has found you. After listening to Rogan's podcast with but Kanye. But we were listening. We pray that. Yeah. This dude is nuts. I couldn't listen to it. I can listen to Alex Jones on Joe Rogan's podcast. Who is also nuts. Yeah, who is also <laughs> nuts. But I was not able to listen to uh, Kanye. I mean, and he may have thrown out some really good wisdom. He may have thrown out some really biblical stuff later on. But we listened to what? Maybe about 20 minutes of it? Uh, 20 to 30 minutes. And yeah. I was like, all right, I'm done. We we got out the truck to go do something. When we got back in the truck, I said, I've got to find something else. <laughs> I, I can't listen to this. I have gotten dumber thanks to Kanye. <laughs> um, so thank you, Kanye. Uh, hey, let's hashtag Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do the promotion for this thing. I guess we, we should. Get a response. Uh. There again, I have not seen that. Now, I know that I live in a small town in North Carolina. You sure do. I know that I don't even live in a town, to be 100% honest. But it's one of those things where we see what you see with your eyes does not match what they're claiming. Yeah, yeah. And so that's true. can I say that Roy Cooper cheated without a shadow of a doubt? No, 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 and that would be slander for me to do so at this point. I can say that it doesn't make sense to me mm -hmm. and be 100% honest about that, right? I'm not lying. I'm not trying to push one agenda or the other. I'm not. I'm saying that this election does not make sense to me, and it, it, it bothers me to be 100% honest. Yeah. Um, now, you'll never catch me. You, you won't catch me dead uh, on TikTok crying about it. Uh, Cooper's the governor of North Carolina. Uh, I feel the most. I have the most uh, authority in this situation because did you see my TikTok video? Um, I saw that video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you know that's not that that's not going to be us. But it doesn't bother us to think there could be this much corruption in our state. Right. Yeah, Let's start with our state. state. Yeah, not even looking to yeah. the national level. Now, if the governor is able to get away with that, do we think that the, the Democrat Party on the presidential side didn't do something similar? Yeah. 
the difference is, at least with the presidential, you're seeing an overall mm-hmm. coverage of the whole thing. Where with the gubernatorial race, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. It really does. I mean, 240,000 votes more than Dan Forrest when every other election came out 100,000 or so. I mean, that that's that's an approximate. 100,000 for the Republican. Well, then you add on top that's of that. That's a 340,000 difference in votes, a swing. Look at what happened in the last election as well in North Carolina. Everything went red. Except for the governor. Exact same thing that happened. And I'll tell you what else went up. Red flags. Yeah. Yeah. I think people were looking for it this time. I think people noticed it last time, and Uh they were looking for it this time. And I've seen memes where it has Cooper wearing a crown. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, It is scary. It is scary. Now, I don't know if Cooper cheated. I have to go back to that. I can't prove it. But it does seem, it, it, it makes me uneasy in my bones. Yeah, you, well, it's like what we say with uh, with people sometimes talking about, you can't judge, well, I can judge the fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you also can't judge a book by its cover, but I know daggone well if it's got Favio on the cover. I ain't reading I it. I ain't reading it. Nope. Uh <laughs> But it's a good book. I no, it's care. not. I, it ain't the good book. <laughs> um, I, so that that was probably the biggest thing in our area. Um, Republicans look like they they haven't they haven't conceded North Carolina yet. But I don't see how it. I mean, unless we just have this overwhelming million. And but even then, if you have this overwhelming mail-in ballots that changes 100,000 votes from the Republican side to the Democrat side so that the Democrats win. Yeah. That's going to be suspicious as well. The whole thing is suspicious. And I think that's what they're, vo- I think that's what they're waiting on. I mean, you listen to CNN and and that kind of garbage, that's what you're hearing. You're like, well, the mail-in ballot, uh, you know, the, the uh, not even the absentee ballots. They're talking about the mail-in ballots uh-huh. are are coming in, and they're all going to be left. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be left. It's like this is a plan that they had, Yeah, and they're admitting it. Yeah, they're stealing the election, and it's happening right in front of us. We knew that we could send in a flood of, of fraudulent ballots at the end of the race, and we'd, we'd take some of these uh, close races. Right. Where's the accountability? Good question. I, I mean, honestly, I I want to say there's going to be some. Um, I saw a thing, and it was it was just a I couldn't. I think I just had a short circuit. <laughs> I saw a thing with uh, uh, Giuliani where he said that he was going to press charges or the president was going to press charges. Not press charges, but basically sue. Right. Maybe. Maybe that'll do some good. But, I mean, if it turns out that Biden wins and he won because there are a couple hundred thousand votes to his side and because it's electoral college, that could be from one state to another. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you redo it? Do you do you throw the election over again? Do you have a redo with the whole election? 
I mean, you can't not not in the campaign part of it, right? But the, like, you would think December if they were, the December the third. Are we going to revote? You would think if they were to do something like that, that would um, kill any sort of credibility in the system. Absolutely, as, as it's already showing to be. People on both sides are losing faith in the system. If we voted again and took all the corruption out of it, right? We 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 made we put. God forbid we ever did something like this, right? But say we put armed guards, yeah, military to guard the polling stations, and we all voted again, and we went back to it, and we just said, "All right, from scratch, here we go," and it was done fairly. No matter who wins, we're gonna say the the they put them armed guards there. And that, you know, you know, people are afraid to go vote. These liberals are afraid to go vote when there's armed guards oh, that's there. True. And so then, or you, if the Democrats won, we would say we didn't get rid of all the fraud. There's still more fraud. Either way, either way, no matter what the circumstances, we have lost uh, uh, all accountability, all credibility in the system to choose our leaders. That is going to turn out to be disastrous for our country. Right, and you can see it going that way easily. That um, within itself is more dangerous to the country than I think maybe Biden is. I, I'd be willing to hear an argument for, against that and, and say, but I really do think the fact that we've lost confidence in the system that right. elects our, our, our leaders is more dangerous than the fact that Biden may win. Yeah, because what do you do then? You change the system. Exactly, and what are we going to change it to? You think we're going to change it to something better than the Constitution? No, it's going to change to something that Biden wants to bring, socialism. It, it's going to be a socialistic, communistic form of government. Yeah. And it'll have democracy in the name. Well, it'll be the United States of Demar the, uh, uh, Democratic Socialism or something of that nature. Yeah. That's that's what it'll be. Well, first of all, I, and I, I have to clarify this so many times, so many people. The people go, yeah, man. Sasquatch thinks he knows everything about the Constitution. No, I'm just, it's one of those things where we say we have to have the freedoms to be able to go out and vote. Mm -hmm. And you've never had a democracy where you have freedoms because a democracy is three wolves trying to figure out which sheep they're going to eat. Yeah. Because there's more wolves than a sheep. Right, and or how does that go? Three wolves and a sheep, and the wolves figuring out how they're going to kill the sheep. Okay, we, um, a podcast or two ago, I had made a comment that uh, we were going to have once this system has eaten up uh, the right, mm -hmm. it's going after the people on the left. It's a system designed to devour and destroy. Who else do we know is known for destroying things? Communists? Satan. Satan? What is what if it, you, Satan came to seek and destroy? No, 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 no. Spiritual no. or physical. No, but, no, no. But spiritual. They they play together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We need to be a society that builds. As Christian culture, we build. Yeah, we we have the the the, the order to go out and 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 uh, take dominion over the the world. Mm -hmm. Our 
Our system is, is one of growth and building. Their system is one of destruction and terror. That's right. As a Republican, as a Republican, as a Republic, we get to elect people who will represent people, not take advantage of people, which that's not necessarily the way it works now because of um, all the money and everything that's in politics, and I don't know how to fix all that, and that's a, that's a whole other situation, but it's better than having a bunch of communists in charge. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, a lot of them are already using, do not let them take your democracy. Yeah. And I yeah, hear yeah. you say things like, we're not a democracy. We're a republic. That's right. We vote on our representatives. We ourselves do not vote on every single issue. And there are so many people that do not like that. I won't go on and tell you something. If you keep pushing white versus black and democracy, you're going to see a, a whiplash that you can't understand. Because it's going to come to the point where people feel like they have to defend their race. Mm. rather than an idea or a country or something of that nature. They're going to feel like they have to defend their white. Uh -huh. I'm white. I was born this way. There ain't nothing I can do about it, but I'm under attack all the time. Yeah. They're going to feel like they have to defend it. Guess what? There's more of whites than there are of anything else. So people are already feeling that way from the whole Southern thing right now. Exactly. I mean, I've heard that from several people on several podcasts, and I'm so sick and tired of just because I'm Southern, people think I'm racist. Oh, oh, uh, I'm that way. Yeah. I'm that way. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is it, not just us. I mean, I'm it's, tired of hearing that the Civil War was based off of nothing other than slavery. Right. Which is a complete crock. Right. I, I mean, it, it that had something to do with it. And I'm not going to go as far to say that it, it wasn't sure. about slavery at all, like other people have said. But to hear that it was just about slavery. You think some poor farmhands like me and you came from had a bunch of slaves that we were worried about fighting for? No. 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 Plantation owner had them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. We our people didn't have no plantations. No, 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 no. no. And, and and besides that, and this is a whole nother can of worms. And so we're we're gonna uh, we'll shoot this rabbit here in just a second. When you look at the biblical arguments that were being made, mm. we had the better side. You mm. can read uh, Doug Wilson's Black and Tan. He does a really good job of explaining all that. Okay. Um, we had the more biblical arguments. Um, most people treated their slaves okay, from you, what I can see. You would say most people, most not people, like because half or the major or um, the majority would be most. Yeah, or l a few. Yeah, there were. It was it was more unlikely to have the kind of abuse that you saw in that movie uh, Roots. Right. That was that was the, the minority, not the majority. It seems now, like the most of what's taught and the most of what you see is it makes it look as if the majority were treated poorly. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's why a bunch of black people have white people's last names mm. because they took they took the the people's last name, and, and and black people actually flourished once slavery was over with. Now there again, slavery's bad. Yeah. We must say that, or we'll get you know attacked. Right. But most black people. I say most. Let me rephrase that. A lot of black people started to flourish after that. Uh, we got a bunch of black Republican leaders in 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 Congress. Mm. 
Um, you got people like uh, uh, um, Booker T. Washington. Okay. And and I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. He was one with the wild hair. Frederick Douglass. Fred, there we go. Frederick Douglass. You had people like that. And and up until even in the civil rights era, black people were on the rise. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've noticed, one thing that I noticed about black people, please don't take this out of context, <laughs> but one thing that I noticed about black people, if you give them a chance to succeed and you quit telling them that they, they can't, uh-huh. they flourish. They, I mean, my, you tell black people, you can, you can succeed in sports and look at that. Yeah. Music, the music industry. Uh-huh. Acting. Uh-huh. Look at the acting industry. You look at, but you tell them, uh, and you make them believe that they can't be businessmen and they can't be this thing or that thing. And the way that they do that is to say that's a white man's thing. That's a white man's thing. Who tells them that? Society as a whole. Um, their culture. Uh, uh, the government. Yeah. I mean, the government. When we talk about systematic racism, one. when we talk about systematic racism, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea that, that the system is racist, but I, I, I reverse it from what most people think of it. I don't think that the system... I don't think businesses and that kind of stuff are necessarily racist as a whole. I know they're not as a whole. Uh The government? The government said, uh, 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 Lyndon B. Johnson, when he came up with the the new, not new society, the Great Society, I think is the name of it, the Great Society. He said, I'll have every N-word voting for us for the next 200 years. Yeah. It was a great do society. You, do you think do you think he was really trying to help black people? No, he was no. trying to help his own cause. He was he was going after power. Uh-huh. And we see the same thing today. And it's not just black people, it's gay people, it's women. We see the government trying to make a victim out uh, of everybody so that they can grab we want to be your God. We want to be your daddy. You need to be. De- it ain't your fault that you're depressed, oppressed. You should come to me. Um, and I go back to this Joe Biden commercial where he just says, people have been praying and Donald Trump hasn't answered. What? What? What do you mean? Don- he's, he's not God. Sure ain't. The government's not God. And as soon as we learn that as a nation, this crap wouldn't be happening. Yeah. Well, it's like as soon as... um. Well, this has been a conversation lately, too. As soon as you hear somebody say, the government ought to dot, dot, dot. You need to stop your mouth right now and, and put a clothespin on your tongue. Uh-huh. That would be better off for you than saying the government ought to do anything. But isn't what you want to hear from someone say, hi, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yeah, that's an old Ronald Reagan quote, man. <laughs> and it, I mean, it, he's absolutely right. It's still applicable. Name one thing that the government's done well. No, I just thought of it. I just thought of it. They have grown in power and 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 in uselessness. Power. That's what they've done. That's what they've done. They've done that very well. Outside of growth in power and uselessness, they are. They, 
they make everything worse. Yeah. They make everything worse. When you go to people and say, we'll be there for you no matter what. And then you find out that that's impossible. Uh-huh. Why? Because there again, you're not God. So you can't be there for somebody all the time. And you don't even have a Christian ideology or anything. I'm trying to a little bit because as I'm talking, I'm hearing a lot of puffs and yeah. that kind of thing. So I'm Again, this is all experimental. Yeah, this is all new mics. So I'm, I'm, I want to turn up my mic a little bit. I want to turn you up a little as well, a little bit. So, anyway. The government has ruined so many lives by trying to be somebody's God. Yeah. They fail miserably at it. And we, as a society, have to learn that our God is in Jesus Christ and not in the government. And as long as we're not crying out to King Jesus and we're continuing to cry out and praying to government officials. That's what's sad. They, the government is, is a very, very poor God. They fail miserably at being God. Yet there are so many people that keep going and worshiping that false god. Bowing down at the foot of a false god. And and we say, well, we don't have idols nowadays. We, we've gotten past idols. No, we haven't. Not even no, close. We haven't. Our idols have just changed forms from wooden figures to um, men in suits who say, vote for me and I'll give you free candy. And not just that. Look at Planned Parenthood. Here's a carrot. Let me dangle it in front of you. Yeah. Planned Parenthood, we go to that with the, our God of, um, oh, what's the word? Selfishness. 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 I was it's looking it's for so, convenience. Convenience. That, that word yeah. was escaping me. Yeah. But we go, we bow down to those gods what and offer that? up kids to them. What was that actress that went on stage uh, at an award show and was like, I'd never be here if I had not murdered my child. What? Are you kidding me? You're you're bragging at the fact that you have murdered a baby so that you can have success. She thanked her God. Exactly. What is the difference between that and a farmer putting his hands, I mean his, his baby, in the hands of a hot burning idol so that he could have a good crop? Answer, nothing. 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 The devil wants the children. And and we have been more than happy to give them to him. From the side that cries out, what about the children? You're killing the children. What about the children? That's become such a joke. Yeah. And and, and, and they've, they've used it to manipulate and all they've done is hurt children. Now you've got Joe Biden on stage saying that an eight-year-old should be put on hormone blockers so that that, that kid... Hormone blockers stop the mental development of a brain. Mm. So it would be... Yeah. And I don't, know, yeah. I don't know the science behind it, but listening to that, it sounds like that your kid would have a teenager's way of thinking their entire life 
because you have blocked the hormones that help them develop the mental capability to process and to develop. Although, I'll say this, Antifa and Black Lives Matter have evidently taken a lot of hormone blockers because they all act like a bunch of children. Well, look at what society is coming. We, we've had shows before where we talked about Romans 1, reprobate yeah. mind. You don't know if you're a man or a woman. Well, now they're trying to give drugs to uh, change the development of mind, too. Yeah, yeah. It goes absolutely. right along with it. Is it absolutely. And I, I'm sorry if we're, we're coming across as angry on this podcast. Um, I'm probably more sound and angry than you, but I've seen you get fired up a couple times too, Yeti. <laughs> hey, every once in a while. It's heartbreaking to know that people are willing to physically manip not manipulate, mutilate hmm. their children so that they can have woke points. Yeah. It is it is sad that somebody would murder a baby in the womb so that they could have a more successful career. It is sad that we have bowed down to a God who is who is who is uh 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 impotent instead of King Jesus. Yeah. Who literally holds the world in his hands. That's right. We were talking about the election, but until our culture changes to one that starts to bring glory to God, this is only going to get worse. Yeah. And we're not voting this away. If it isn't this election, it'll be next election. Have you noticed a trend where they constantly say that this election is the most important election of our lifetime? This election is the most important line, and they're not lying. It's getting more and more important to go out and vote uh, for the direction of our country. Yeah. But until we come and repent as a nation to our God, we're just going to continue to go down this path. Well, there has to be prophets. I'm, I'm calling out to our listeners right now. There has to be prophets who declare the name of Jesus Christ in the streets. And it looks like we're going to get the opportunity. It's, I mean, it's still, whenever things look bleak, we have to say, now we have an opportunity. Because it does seem, it does seem, and I said something about this when me and you were talking without recording, yeah. you know, during the whole election, and um, I thought it might have been, you know, just straight up emotion, emotional response, and it may have been, and the more I think about it, I still kind of feel this way. We're not holding anything that we say for 100% today. <laughs> <laughs> we're but, you know, we as a nation keep running and rebelling against God at at. At a point, just like we've seen in the Bible, God gives people over to their desires. He gives and, them, yep, and that's, exactly. That's what his wrath looks like. That's what judgment looks like. Yeah, yeah. And if there's no corruption, I'll say that. If there's no corruption um, and voter fraud, and we yep. elect uh, Biden yep. on our own accord, we deserve everything we're getting. Amen. We deserve Amen. all of it. Now, too, I mean, I, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, well, God is the one that raises up 
nations and brings them down. But again, Amen. he's given us over to our desires. He's given us over to our desires. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. And I am not someone who, who enjoys beating up on the church. I have heard preaching like that, and it, it, it makes me sick. The church has to stand up at some point, though. They this, have to, this they could have be to it. stand up. I, I don't want to be that guy who just points the finger at the church and blames everything on the church and then goes vote for Democrat. Like, um, I don't know, maybe Platt. Maybe Greer. Or Greer or Piper. These guys have sat there and told you that you are not a good enough Christian their whole career, and then they have gone and voted for people who want to kill babies. I, I just can't fathom that. And now... And so I've 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 heard that kind of, you know, you have to be poor and you have to give this and da 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 da. No, no, forget that. Yeah, shut up. You have to declare the name of Jesus Christ. Rich, poor, be satisfied where you're at. Amen. Preach Jesus Christ. I'll lose something. You'll gain the kingdom. What's bigger than that? Christ says, don't store up treasures here on earth where moth and rust destroy, but lay for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust can destroy. And we, we've said that. We've, we've grown up hearing that. And I think, again, you know, in the church, we've become familiar to all these things. When does it, when does it become tangible? And we say, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's time to live it. It's time to apply it. Well, and, and I'll say this. As if you're the type of person who thinks we can change the world or we can change the country by the way we vote or, you know, not everybody's Christian, da da da, and that's your thought process, you love the country more than you love God. Hmm. You're loving the country because you're trying. And the ironic part of it is you're not going to change it without God. That's right. Absolutely. I don't care if the Muslims don't like the gospel. I don't care if the atheists don't like the gospel. They don't care that I don't like atheism. That's never stopped them. And so why is it going to stop me from proclaiming the truth? Jesus Christ is truth. Why is it going to stop me from proclaiming the truth whenever it's never stopped them from proclaiming their lies? Preach. We have to love people. We can't hate them. By what but, standard? By what standard? That was a good point, but it threw me <laughs> off. We have to love people. But what is more hateful than not declaring Jesus Christ as king? That's nothing because you, you're you, sending them to hell. Exactly. You've heard people say, you've heard people say, go to hell. Mm-hmm. Right? Whenever you're not sharing the, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ with other people, you may not be saying go to hell, but you're doing something much worse. Your the your your actions are sending them to hell. Your actions. And I not and there again, there again. I know Doug Wilson's doing no quarter no quarter November. I don't mean that you just need to be one of these street preachers hollering at everybody as you go down the road. But I was talking to two policemen right before we had breakfast this morning, mm-hmm. and they had made the comment of of um, uh, children. One of the policemen said, "Yeah, my wife wants to have another kid, but 
I'm not sure. With everything the way it is, I'm not sure. And I told him, I said, our philosophy is that we want to bring up children who are going to bring glory to the kingdom of God and allow Christ to change the nation. And he said, that's good. Yeah. It's about bringing up kids, raising them right in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And, and he'll he let him brought change that up through later in the them. conversation. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, sharing the gospel. That's the truth of Jesus Christ. I don't have children because I enjoy children, which I do, at least mine. <laughs> I don't have kids because I feel like they'll bring something great to my life, which they have. I don't have kids because um, they're going to save my marriage, which they haven't. Not that there's anything wrong with my marriage. What I'm saying is the kids haven't hurt or yeah. harmed my marriage. We have a marriage. We have That's a great good. marriage. A lot of we cases, have a great kids marriage. put a strain on yeah. marriage. We have a great marriage because we both uh, love Jesus Christ more than we love each other. Yeah. That's not why we have kids. Why do we have kids? We have kids for the glory of Jesus Christ and so that they can go out and make proclaim the, the word of Christ in a way that only I was, in ways that I was limited, so that they can be unleashed in ways that I'm limited. Mm-hmm. I want to send out my kids to proclaim Jesus, and I want them to be able to look back at their daddy and say, he did it this way. I don't have to wonder how is it done. I saw it my whole life. Shoot them arrows. In one of those machine gun arrows. <laughs> That's a lot of babies. Old Chocolate Knox knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I forget how many kids he said he had. Yeah, and that's no, that's another thing, though, around here. We, we've we heard that preached all our lives. And all that you do, whether eat or drink, do for the glory of God. Yeah, I know I should have kids for the glory of God. Lord have mercy. They have four kids. Yeah, that's the same people that are familiar to, that hurt, didn't it? What? I said that hurt, didn't it? No. no. <laughs> I think my adrenaline's pumping. <laughs> but whenever you put it like that, it's like, what does having kids for the glory of God look like? It looks like raising them up to love Jesus and then sending them out into the world to change the culture, to win it for the kingdom of God. If we're not doing that, we might as well just hand the whole country over to the socialists now. Well, it too just goes along with what we've talked about uh, don't be sitting in the pew looking up into the heavens. It it plays Absolutely. right along Absolutely. into that. It's like, I don't even know if I want to have kids. The world's getting bad. I don't think the world's going to be here much longer. That's not for you to worry about. Amen. You're, you're commanded to get the work, to make disciples. You can start making disciples in your own house. Get it. I, I got it. That, get that's it. about it. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. God has given us two orders in this in this sense. One is to go forth and multiply. Yep. The other is go forth and make disciples out of all nations. They don't they don't can't the, the make disciples out of all nations doesn't cancel to go forth and multiply. No. Man. They go hand in hand. They hand work together. Hand. You're gonna make disciples of all nations by making by multiplying the planet. Yeah. And, you know. If you don't believe us, ask the Muslims in Europe. Ooh. They got it going on over there? Oh, yeah. they. I think they have, like, on average seven kids to where a European family wow. has, like, one. Wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe like, 1.5 or something. But, it, you know, Europeans aren't having a bunch of kids, and the Muslims are. 
this is not, I'm scared that this is going to come off as us just ranting and raving. And to a certain extent, I guess it is. It's it's a call to action, though. Man, we are disappointed at the election and the way everything's turned out. Everything from uh, if Biden wins, we don't like that. Yeah. If they find deception and cheating, we don't like that. Um, if Trump wins and he cheated, I don't like that. Absolutely. I, I'm. That being said, the next election is going to be the biggest election of your lifetime, and the next election is going to be the biggest election of your lifetime, and the next election after that will be the same thing. Why? Because we are falling further and further and further down this hole to where we don't care about Christ. All we care about is ourselves, where we've turned government into God. And even the Republicans, you're starting to see it now, are saying, we'll be a better God than the Democrats. No. No. Mm -mm. There is only one God, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. He lived 2,000 years ago and died for our sins. He resurrected three days later, proving that he was God, proving that our sins had been uh, flushed down or covered, proving that he has all authority even over death. And the world belongs to him. And until Christians start living and acting that way, I don't care if he comes back in 10,000 years or 10 days. This is the way we're supposed to be. The reason why, a reason why, we're in the shape that we're in right now is because as the church, we've we've grown complacent and lazy. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if, look, look, if we look, continue Conservative to, churches, conservative, mm. reform, reform to reform-ish uh, churches, uh, what we think of as the most conservative branches of evangelical evangelicalism. Yeah, that's right. I'm getting confused yeah. with the evangelifish. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> There's a bunch of them out there, too. Um, and, and we're watching this stuff. And how many of your people have stopped showing up because of COVID? Ooh. How many? I, I, I'm a pastor. And I've seen it in my church. This isn't this isn't an attack on the church. This is saying that there are people who claim to be Christ followers who are more scared of they're more scared of a virus that is that is basically the flu. It, it's in the ballpark of the flu. Right. They're more scared of that than they are not having fellowship with the body of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. As as R. C. Sproul said. What's wrong with you people? What what's what's wrong with us? Because we have not, as the leadership of the church, have not put that much authority and that much uh, 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 importance into the worship of God in our worship services. Do we, being that that's the case, do we believe that that the Scripture really is authoritative? Do we believe that it, being it, with the fellowship, with the gathering, yeah. with the body? Um, is that important? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Do we believe what we've just grown familiar to? We, we, I think you're right. I think especially in our area, it's more 
Oh, I'm supposed to go to church. Yeah. But oh, when the rubber meets the road. There. Oh, there's a sickness out there. I still love my church, but I don't want to get the COVID. You're 20. Yeah. You're 20. Donald Trump's an old man. He done got it. Got over it. Kicked it like a bad habit. <laughs> and got back after work because we don't want a lazy president. In that way, in that way, <laughs> Donald Trump's more Christian than most Christians. And what I mean by that is he's not showing fear and he got to work. There you go. And that's, I mean, could you imagine if the Church of Jesus Christ in America would have that mindset? It's time to get to work. I can't be scared because I got to go to work for the glory of God. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what, that's the dream, yeah. so to speak. That's what revival looks like. You heard all these churches that um, when I when I first started getting into um, uh, more Calvinistic preachers and that kind of stuff, what was happening was all these Calvinists were running out to the cities and saying, He's the God of this city. Uh, what is it? Chris, Chris Tomlin. Tomlin, yeah. And the God of this city. P- please don't sing. It's the God of this city. It's not getting better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is. But they didn't get the results I think they wanted. Mm. And then pragmatism kicked in. Uh, and then it went from he is the God of this city to this city is our God. Ooh. And I'm not the one wow. to come up with that. Yeah. Um, I think Bodie Bauckham was, is what I've heard say that. Maybe maybe others. I think that's kind of been going around, actually. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that, too, lately. But it's true. It is. But it's true. And in the South and in the rural areas like we're in, it's the God of this farm. It's the God of this county. It's the God of this town. Mm-hmm. And the churches go, uh-huh. Like, like we haven't made the, the, the culture our God. We've just made God not important. Yeah. We haven't given him his rightful place. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's something you do, mm-hmm. not not who you are in, in our area. Yeah. And I felt the need to say that because we pick on these big ministries with all this stuff. And But the truth is, in our area, the culture hasn't become a god to our people, I don't think, as much as we've just made God into a hobby. We don't take him serious. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think, uh, to correct me if I'm wrong, that, that made sense to me. Yeah. Hobby Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it's what you do on Sunday. It uh it appeals Sometimes Wednesday if you're really into it. I said appeals it appeases your conscious your conscience. I'm having a hard time speaking. <laughs> hey, I get that. <laughs> but but yeah, it's something that you do because I've seen people, I mean, they don't live here anymore, they've they've moved to bigger cities, but grew up around here. Bigger, always. better. No. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, I've seen them post on social media saying, pray, don't give up the faith. God is for us, all this thing. And it's 
you do know you're living in sexual immorality right now in rebellion against God. Yeah. Who are you? There again, Driscoll said it like this. Who do you think you are? Yeah, he did. And hearing that audio, I said, whoa. And seeing the video with it, I went, (laughs) 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 why does he have that hair? (laughs) (laughs) It took all of the flame out of that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He said that with a straight face, too. Is that a troll up there preaching? (laughs) It kind of looked like a shark fin. (laughs) I remember that hair, dude. I do. I, I mean, he had it all pushed up. Yeah, I remember that. It was, uh, uh, it was like a mohawk, but it wasn't save, shaved on the sides. Yeah. He thought he was cool. Oh, he was. He was. He was to, to me at the time. I uh, won't even lie. Lord have mercy. But yeah, that it, we, we have treated Jesus as a hobby Jesus, and it's okay. You can be in your sin. You can live in sin. And st- as long as you're coming to yeah, church yeah. and listening to the preacher. And, and that's it doesn't what we help turn- that in the Pentecostal churches around here, and I'm talking about brothers in Christ, okay? Yeah, I'm sure. not trying to attack. Brothers in Christ, but they'll say it's okay as long as you come to church on Sunday and you speak in tongues and you, you act like you actually believe in Christ. As long as you do that on Sunday, whatever you do on the week, that's that's the week. Yeah. And that's preached. That's preached in our area. Am I getting too louder? No, no, no. Okay, it's it's it's, it's a sad reality. Yeah, we 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 don't know who God is. We don't have a real sense of disgust and brokenness over our sin. We're okay with it. Yeah, and we think we are sadly mistaken in yeah. thinking that God is okay with it. Oh, once saved, always saved. God hates. Your sin. Hate the Hates sin. It. Love the sinner. Well, and, and all right. So, so you do have that. That's an area where you're talking about once saved, always saved. You got two kind of craziness happens, mm-hmm. there, right? You've got those who are say who are um, raised up with some decent theology, and they say once saved, always saved. Well, they bring that to the conclusion that they can do whatever they want. Exactly. You also on the other end of that say um, that you can lose your salvation. And these guys are over there trying so hard to be godly that they don't know who Jesus is. Yeah. And so they show up on church on Sunday. They speak in tongues. Some of these aren't Pentecostal churches. The free will Baptists teach that you can lose your salvation. Yep. Um, but you have to show up at church. You have to have a you have to have a decent family. You have to be able to um, a, a good name in the community. Which I mean, none of that's necessarily bad. But that isn't how we earn salvation. Well, we too. don't earn salvation. No. He's given it to us by the freedom of grace. Amen. Something else, too, in this area, um, evangelism has turned into not giving people the gospel and telling them who Jesus Christ is and how um, their sin is rebellion against God and without repentance of sin and faith in Christ, you're going to die and go to hell. That's not evangelism anymore evangelism in this area has turned into go invite your friends to church on Sunday. Wait, wait. Hey, Bob, where do you go to church? I go to church out there on Pinhook Road. Okay. All right. Well, you have a good day then. Whew. Man, 
That oh, was close. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I almost invited someone to church. I can go tell the preacher now. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look. And I remember being that guy. I might I, move up a pew and sit closer <laughs> to the front this Sunday. <laughs> I legitimately remember sharing the gospel with somebody and then like running to the preacher. Yeah. And be like, look, I shared the gospel with someone. And he was like, okay. Just this once, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, thank God! I, thank God he put me in 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 good leadership that's always taught well. Yeah, I, that's I mean, a blessing. Guys, I could honestly run to even when I was being annoying, and they 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 straightened me out and yeah, and and just set me on a good path. Yeah, I I, I can honestly say thank God for that. A lot of people don't get that. Hmm. Wow. Long story short, quit voting for Joe Biden uh, and Roy Cooper. <laughs> please, please. Um, but it's all right because Jesus is still king. Jesus is still king. But we got to act he like is it. sovereign. Um, for some reason, we've been under the impression that we get to that 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 the country is in good shape. We don't have to be. Uh, uh, we don't have to be on the ball, right? Mm. We just have to live nice lives. Yeah. The American dream and Christianity got tied together at some point. Mm. And when it did, we lost Christianity. And then they came out with uh, little documentaries called American Gospel. Yeah. Yeah. If you're saved, who do you worship? Who's your savior? Joe Bryden? Joe Biden, Biden, Donald Trump, the Electoral College, the court system, and that's a big one too, right? The courts. Mm-hmm. People are losing. Are they going to save us? Christ has already saved us. We already have a king. We already have a kingdom. We are strangers and aliens to this land. We are invaders into this land. This isn't our natural home. Let's quit acting like it's the end of the world if somebody gets voted president. And let's start acting like the world is Christ and we are his. That being said, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Hey, Yeti, where can they find us at? They can find us at www.bigfootrevival.com. All the links to all our social medias, including LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, is all there. And you can also find our email address there. And please email us uh, with any questions, comments, feedback, anything of that at bigfootrevival at gmail.com. Hey, guess what? What? We out! Deuces.
By the way, they're saying troubadour, not through the door. We're kind of dumb, so we thought they were saying something different this whole time. Troubadour. For anyone still listening. <laughs> There's some bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to let it play on out, son. Why not? 